0: hey guys welcome back to chance of the podcast <laughs> 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 Woo-hoo! what are we talking about today
1: we are talking about making big girl moves specifically moving out of our parents homes <laughs> and like what that process looks
0: like and how we've been able to kind of navigate it um the ins and outs so
1: i guess a little update first let's do a background let's do a background for folks who haven't been Keeping up since season one. So Niall and I both graduated LSU. I graduated in December 2018 and Niall graduated in spring of 2019. And since then, Niall had a stint living in New York on her own. I moved back home right after graduation and have been living with my parents in my childhood home since then. And Niall has been living back with her parents since... 2020? Yeah, like February 2020. So it's been a minute, and... We both recently had um, new job opportunities that came up and we're both 24 and just feel like now's the right time to kind of step out on our own, right?
0: Yeah, and also a lot of other life events that happened that kind of determined where we were moving to. You know, I got a new job, Brittany got a new job, and is getting her master's. So that kind of paved the way for what direction we were going to be and move i guess you know so
1: yeah 100 so something we love to do on chance is just to be completely transparent about like where we're at one what niall always says is comparison is the thief of joy so we're just here to share our own experiences and definitely do not want to make anyone feel like they need to do xyz to be an xyz spot in their life honestly do what is best for you but I guess we can dive right in into kind of like what we're doing, why and how. Okay, cool. So I'll go first. So
0: mine's is really nothing that like fancy or flashy. I'm moving to D.C. and I signed a lease and I'm moving in the next month or two. But yes, moving to D.C. I think I should just walk through the process of like kind of having to find a place virtually and like not living there. Or I mean, obviously I've been to D.C., probably nine to ten times throughout my life and spent time there but I never really considered it as a place I would possibly move one day so I really wasn't like aware of the different like areas and stuff of like town um but with that being said I um visited back in May for like what was I there for like a night like very short in and out and I kind of, like, got a feel a little bit, like, a little bit about where I wanted to be. Luckily, my cousin lives there. So, like, she was kind of able to help me guide, like, where, like, what side of town and stuff I wanted to be on, whatever. But it was still extremely challenging because you don't really know a place until you're there for a minute. Like, in an ideal situation, I would have loved to just, like, done a short-term rental for, like, three months and then signed a 12-month lease or whatever after that three-month time period. But the short term rentals were so expensive, Brittany, like so expensive, like three to $4,000 a month for like kind of the caliber of place I wanted to stay at. And I was just like, why would I throw away that much when I could just be putting that into a place of my own and like getting my own furniture and that sort of thing. Right. So I was just like, no, I'm good. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that was kind of like one of the first things I thought about when making my move was like, if I could do one and I would still highly recommend that. Like if you have the option to do that and times on your side and you can find a place, I still think that's really cool because like I've moved several times as an adult and as a child. And like, we, I still never really know the area until like at least six to eight months in like to know whether where I'm liking or not, but sometimes you just have to take a deep dive and I think it depends on what city you're moving to.
1: Let me ask you, when you're moving to a new place, well, first of all, congratulations, because D.C. is an amazing city, and I think going there in your early 20s is perfect, um, especially for you, who's definitely an East Coaster, but um, when you're thinking about moving to a new place, what, like, what is the first step you do, because, like, I understand location is super important, um, and, like, identifying the community and the neighborhood that feels right for you, but do you have to also consider budget first or like how, how does that work location to your office and like commute? Like what was the first factor for you?
0: Yeah. So the first factor for me was just like the area, like the location. Um, and I knew coming from New York that I wanted to be in a location that kind of felt city, like, like I didn't want a suburban feel that's one of the things I really enjoyed about New York. So I was like, that's kind of the number one thing I'm looking for when it comes to, um, I guess, a location. And um, I also wanted to kind of have a lot of things centrally located to me. Like whether that was a grocery store, a workout studio, um, restaurants, a bar, like something that I didn't have to go too far to do. Like I yes. said, that's another thing I loved about New York. So, like, kind of how I was looking at it was probably a little bit skewed just because, like, like I said, I was mainly looking for characteristics that I really liked in New York, kind of in D.C. Obviously, they're two totally different cities and they're nothing to be compared, but like, that's just kind of how I was thinking. And then, obviously, for me, a full amenities building, like having a really nice apartment building was a really like high on my list. Um, and then I guess, like, how close it is to public transportation. I mean, Detroit has, I mean, Detroit, D.C. has a a metro. So, like, I did want to be someplace where, like, if I did need to be on the metro, I could get there and, like, go down to Capitol Hill. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, And get to work and not have to drive my car. So that was, um another thing I was looking for. And then I was probably looking at budget or like price. I don't know. I feel like I didn't mind backwards typically. Like I most, I think most people probably look at it from like price standpoint and then work it their way down.
1: <laughs> but yeah. that wasn't
0: how I did mine.
1: <laughs> but yeah. So were you doing this all on your own or did you have like a real estate agent? Um, oh, I-, I feel like when you're like, mind you, I've never moved on my own out of state. So for me, I would literally have no idea, like, how to even identify, like, a good spot, so what did you do? Um, I didn't
0: hire any agent or anything, I was just looking at, like, apartments.com, and like I said, I was kind of familiar with the different um, neighborhoods in D.C., so, like, my friend Marcus was telling me about cities because he went to school there for four years so he's very familiar like with the area and then I just kind of looked up apartments in the different areas and then kind of made my own determination um and like I have a real estate background so like I wasn't like felt like I needed to hire anyone you know what I mean for an apartment but I know that is a big thing in other cities so like by all means I would have done it if it was something I felt like I needed to do but in this instance I didn't think I needed to do it and then what else did I do um honestly I signed this this is a big like leap for me but like I signed this apartment unseen like I've never been to this apartment building ever which is crazy for me because I'm I'm literally insane when it comes to what 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 what, what it, you know what am I saying about Brittany? What do you like? How do you describe? He's that? a
1: control freak. Like how things look, how they feel, the vibe, the area. Like yeah, very nitpicky and like very much a planner, like to the T.
0: Yes. So the fact that I've signed something completely unseen is ridiculous and ludicrous. But I had my uncle and my cousin like go look at the area and like went to the apartment building and they liked it and they're just as bougie as me. So I feel like it's gonna work out and they you know what I
1: call that. I know what I was, I that? what what I was, was looking know. for. Huh? <laughs> I said, I call that personal growth. Really though? Yeah, that you were able to let go and let God and trust in these people's opinions. Right, and it's like the market's
0: so crazy right now. Like everyone's trying to move back, move out of their parents' house, move, you know, school starting, colleges are back. So I felt like if I waited much longer, I wouldn't have a place to say like, really. Like I was looking at two different units within like one day, one of the units I really wanted was gone Mm -hmm. and I was like oh I was like oh crap if I don't move soon I won't have a place to stay so like that was kind of it too it was like a sense of urgency because I felt like the timing everyone moves in the fall is a very popular time that people move and like especially like in this market I was like I need to hurry up and like do something before I'm literally left with nothing and having to wait to move. Didn't you also look at reviews too of the spot? I did look at reviews. Okay, so really crazy story. I was looking at reviews and this was like when I was like, oh my God, I'm freaking out. I don't know what to do. And um, we, I think Alani was on the show before and um, I saw her last name because she has a very different last name. So I saw her last name. I was like literally scrolling through Google reviews and I saw her last name. I was like, oh my God. I was like, this looks familiar. Look at the first name and it's her sister's name. And I know she had like four sisters. So I was like, oh my God, this is so crazy. I was like, I'm like, this is God sent. And, the, and her sister <laughs> left a really great review too. It wasn't even anything crappy. So I reached out to Alani and like um, between her and her sister, they really were like confirming that they liked the area. They liked the apartment. And so that made me feel really good too because that was just like grace of God because I was like just scrolling on Google.
1: Yeah, like hearing other people's experience, I feel like definitely probably solidified it for you. Especially because I feel like you and Alani are pretty similar in, like, what you like. Right. And I'm just, like, two. what was awesome was, you know, they're
0: from that area. They're from the DMV area. So, it's, like, I felt like her sister probably had a lot of experience, Mm -hmm. you know, in that area and has lived in different places. So... It was really cool to get her confirmation. And that made me feel good about signing a place sight unseen. So I will update you guys if this was something that ends up well for me, but we're just speaking it into existence that it's going to be awesome. And I'm not going to have any complaints, and it's just going to be wonderful.
1: Yes, manifest it. Yeah,
0: that's kind of like been my update. And like Brittany said, I'm absolutely crazy about... I feel like control freak isn't the right word, but I'm crazy when it comes to anything design, clothes... Um, that sort of thing. So I've been going crazy shopping and I really wanted really nice furniture for my place. So yeah, anyway, it's been great. So Brittany had an even bigger deal happen. Do you want to share with the pod what you did this summer?
1: Yeah. Um, Your biggest purchase to date. Yeah, it's so crazy because like if you guys listen back to our first episode, I think of season two um it had to have been like our goals for 2021 um I think we're both like just knocking it out the park and like accomplishing them but yeah so I purchased a home <laughs> during hiatus Woo-hoo! from the podcast yeah pretty crazy basically I'm a super indecisive person and so this yeah that's crazy most decisive thing I've ever done in my life which is so surprising because it's like not just like an easy decision or like a simple thing to do. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think once I decided like that's for sure what's gonna happen, I just kind of like never looked back from it. But basically, so I purchased a townhome in the area where I'm going to school. So it's like an hour and a half from New Orleans. And I'll be living there for the next year anyways, because classes are supposed to be resuming in person pending COVID. So I definitely needed to have a place out there, but also I've just been saving up a bunch and really looking into ways to kind of maximize my money and think long term and bigger picture. And so having you know an asset was super important to me. So yeah, after kind of crunching numbers and just looking at what makes sense for me, I decided to buy a home. It's my first home. It's a start, perfect starter home, and then um, eventually. I would like to rent it out and keep the cash flowing. (laughs) Wow, that's so dope. And, like,
0: for people that are kind of unfamiliar with, like, Baton Rouge and SEC schools in general, football season is a huge thing down there and just sports in general. Um, So during the season, like, I remember – one year I was trying to have some of my high school friends come down and like rent a places like people are renting houses and townhomes and apartments and all that type of stuff for like literally so much money during high season, which is the fall. So that was a really great investment on Britney's piece just because it really is a place where like it will always be someone looking for housing, whether it's students, sports fans, yeah. you know, different culture events. Like it's just a really good place to have a home. And especially if you're looking for like tenants, I think.
1: Yeah, for sure. That's definitely something I was considering because you don't want to buy something and then immediately have to sell it. And so I definitely wanted to make sure I'd be able to keep renters in it in the long term. And so I, I'm in the same zip code as LSU It's really not that far, like right off of the bus route, but also the community has a lot of families in it. Like what I'm telling you, like it's a perfect starter home for families. So I got really lucky. I had a great real estate agent recommendation from a friend. But I guess I should just like back up a little bit because <laughs> I don't want to make it seem like it was just like something quick and easy. True. It it actually took me quite a while, maybe even since the when we had a guest come on the show and talk about her own home buying experience that I've really kind of been thinking about thinking about it and praying about it. But basically it, it took a lot of me saving up. I've been living at home. I haven't had any I've had very minimal bills since I've graduated. So I just want to keep it very real with you guys. I definitely come from a privileged background. So I was able to able to do this. And you have to basically have a pretty large down payment um, unless there are some kind of like government subsidies and programs that you can get involved with. But in my case, um, with the income I was making, I didn't really qualify for much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it still is like FHA. So like- yeah yeah that's an important thing i have a a mortgage as well and i think a lot of people At least when I see people talk about it on like Instagram, for example, they don't talk about those things. Even myself, like I posted that I bought a house, but I didn't give any details. But that's why I love the podcast. So I definitely have a 30 year mortgage, which means every month I'm paying, you know, a lump sum to the bank because I, you know, I'm borrowing money to pay for the house. And that's a huge, huge decision to make, especially um, when you're so young and nothing's guaranteed. So it definitely, I stepped out of my comfort zone for sure to do that. But Yeah. I feel like it's my little baby. Um, I'm putting a lot of sweat equity and (laughs) just money up front um, to get it to where I want it to be. For the most part, it was not a fixer upper. So I'm really fortunate, but yeah, I just wanted to, you know, have something of my own and kind of get that, get my assets started. Right. 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 So how did you, this might be personal, but like, how did you kind
0: of navigate figuring out how much mortgage you want to pay a month and like how much money you need to save and how much you're going to put down. Because I feel like that's a really big thing as well. It's like people are like, okay, they have this goal of, I do want to buy a house, but like, what are really the steps you have to take to get there? Um, Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I guess everyone might not be familiar with that process and kind of what that looks like. Oh, yeah.
1: No, that's a great question. So I think if you if people like listen back to our earlier episodes, you and I both had like a big, uh, like a savings goal. So for me, that kind of jump started it. So my first goal like with my first full time job was to like save $10,000 for no reason. Just to save it. Um oh, also that's just a good
0: financial decision for anyone looking out there, whether you want to buy a house or not, you should always have an emergency fund, which is yeah. three to six months worth of living expenses in case something goes wrong. So sorry, tip it, but yeah.
1: Oh no, yeah, one hundred percent. Really that's why to have an emergency savings. But then once I surpassed kind of what an emergency savings would look like for me, I just kept going. And so that was kind of, you know, after the first year of me working full time and again. I was paying only like three bills a month. So, so the next year I just kind of kept up the same habits that I was doing to save up. So I was just saving up a bunch of money and doing like I didn't I don't have any student loans. I don't have any debt. Again, something really important, I don't have student loans. So keep that in mind. So just saving up a bunch of money, but when it came to the decision of like, okay, what how much house can I buy? Like what is my budget? I looked at what my current salary is and what I would be able to pay a month towards, you know, a house note and also like the bills that come with having a house, you know, taxes and all of those things and still have plenty to cover any other expenses and emergencies. Really? I just, it really, this is so boring, but I don't know. I just, you just really have to crunch the numbers. And like if you're spending most of your paycheck on the house and on your like On rent or a mortgage then you probably shouldn't get it and that's kind of how i looked at it so basically what i'm paying a month in my mortgage and with my bills is less than what i would be paying for most of the rent that i was looking at in baton rouge and that was also a huge decision maker for me because i didn't want to jump into paying 11 hundreds of 1500 a month in baton rouge to have an apartment that was like to my standards when i could be putting it towards a home that I knew I would take care of and keep you know tenants in it and be able to offer it to students like myself who were looking for a place like that when I was in school
0: yeah makes sense and it made a lot of sense and I also think another thing that I thought would made your decision a really good decision to make um because I'm just like super opinionated um (laughs) because i just have so much power to say whether someone's (laughs) making a good decision or not (laughs) i thought that since your parents are only an hour away when you eventually decide to move from baton rouge it's like you'll have someone that can go and check up on your place and you know what i'm saying like you have someone that you trust a lot that in your absence you can rely on them to help you out in any way you need. Because, you know, with houses, it's like repair people, you know, you never know, like, what can happen. And so I think that, like, was another really cool thing about you buying a house in um, VR.
1: Yeah, 100%. I definitely had that in the back of my mind, too. And my parents actually have a property that we rent out when we used to live in Jacksonville the housing market was just so bad like they literally could not sell our house now it's you know came back and it's booming but we've been able to rent that house out to other military families and so I've kind of seen the process of like how this works renting out a property and like you know dealing with property managers or having to like go and take care of something yourself so yeah it, there's a lot <laughs> that goes behind the scenes than then just you know when you get the get the house and you post the keys like there's so much more that goes into it so much paperwork honestly I've never felt dumber <laughs> than all of like the paperwork I had to go through and sign and like the questions I've asked but like I think that's what comes with having a really great support system who kind of walks you through the process as well yeah for sure because it's like huh, it's
0: so much and like it is the biggest purchase you've ever had. And so you want to make sure it feels right. It Like everything's right. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like not something that you <laughs> yeah. can just go to TJ Maxx and like return. Like it needs to be something that you really are happy with. So I'm happy yeah, you made was- that step. I think it's really dope. And I think it was like one of those big girls things where it's like, you're really thinking about what you want your future to look like, especially in terms of like wealth building. So I think it's really dope.
1: Yeah, thank you. I recommend anyone, if you're interested in purchasing property in the future, definitely do a lot, a lot of research. I would connect with a financial advisor. I did that. And a real estate agent that's really knowledgeable, um, look up all the reviews and that sort of thing. But I'm also open if people have questions too. Yeah, that's pretty much it. (laughs) Like Niall said, I'll keep you guys updated too. If there are any like horror stories or anything like I have to tell people to avoid as I move in and get this thing going. Um, cause right now I'm still in like that honeymoon bliss stage, but I know with home ownership a lot of things can come up.
0: Yeah. And like, I, you yeah, know, to say, like, I think also another thing I've learned in this whole process is like what you always think, okay, this is only going to take like X month X amount of dollars. But you should always budget for more than that. You know what I'm saying? Like, just when you think it's like, okay, like, I can do this with like five grand. Like, no, you probably need eight.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Triple it. Like, seriously.
0: Or double it. Like, whatever. It's because it's just like, everything is just ends up being way more than you think. And way more complicated than you think as well. Like, you know, like not even from a money aspect, just like time consuming, kind of the emotional strain it is. Cause I I know like, for example, you probably looked at a bunch of houses too before you found your one. So just staying encouraged during that process with the housing market, as crazy as it is. Like I'm sure it was a bunch of people trying to (laughs) bid on the house. Like, you know, it's a lot of stuff going on. So um, I definitely recommend anyone in the moving process, like be patient like always over budget. And I think it's important to know what what's like your important must haves in a, in, a, in a property, whether that's yeah. renting or buying, like what's really important to you. Like kind of like how I was breaking mine down, Brittany broke hers down. I think it's just important to have that kind of list. So you're not kind of lost in the sauce trying to decide like, especially when it comes to weighing two options, you need that kind of like, list to say
1: okay no this is why I should go with the xyz yeah 100% I definitely agree with that like yeah don't settle for a property
0: (laughs) anywhere don't settle like and y'all know like well Brittany knows this is like my life motto I don't love it I don't I'm not buying it that's just it like from clothes to it like literally anything from Mm -hmm. furniture if I don't love it I'm not buying it and I like, my mom thinks it's crazy that I say that, but like, I'm dead for real with that. Like, it can be the simplest thing. I'm like, if I don't love it, I don't, I'm not going to buy it. And so I think that's another thing to remember in a moving process and trying to find a place is like, you don't love it. Don't do it. Not unless you just like have to, you know what I mean? Like, don't do it. So yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: anyway, we hope you guys learned a little bit about us. And about just the moving process, we thought it was really cool because like Brittany bought a place. I just signed the apartment lease, nothing too major, but I That think is major.
1: This- Are you kidding me? Okay. Being able to afford everything on your own at 24 in a city like DC, like that is like, I feel like you're downplaying it, but it's like, that's major. Yeah, it is. It is. So <laughs> it is. <laughs>
0: so we hope you guys enjoy this episode and learn a little bit about us our journey
1: and kind of the moving process bye guys